Hello and welcome back to episode 12 of Silver Lines Podcast. This is me, George Arevalo. I'm Joseph Soria. Uh, welcome to Silver Lines. Yeah. Episode 12, December 2019. Of course. Which we're recording in January 2020 because we're still behind schedule. Or lazy. No. Not we, lazy. Uh, holidays, travel, all that fun. All that fun stuff. Uh, excuses. For our four listeners. So, yep. George, why don't we... Uh, for our first-time listeners, mm-hmm. why don't you tell them a little bit about what the podcast Silver Lines is about? Of course. Every month, we check off an item or an activity off our bucket list. Uh, we do it. We come back. We talk about it. And as well as go over where we are ourselves mentally. Uh, both Joseph and I have had a parental figure pass away. I think we're close to two years at this point. Holy crap. And we just kind of check in with each other, give us a reason to hang out, and... Uh, Make sure we're okay. We're all okay. Slash, just talk through the process of grief as it yeah. continues over time. Yeah, see where we're learn to at. be open and transparent mm-hmm. while doing something fun once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was the... Uh, I think for December, uh, we didn't do an event together, Mm-mm. but rather George had a big event that he checked off his bucket list. Yeah, I got on a plane for the first time. No. <laughs> no, I went to Japan for a couple of days. George went to Japan. For like a week and a half. And so... 11, 12 days. Yeah. So, tell me, George. Tell me about your grief. <laughs> My grief in Japan. In Japan. I didn't have much grief in Japan. It no. was... Yeah, I didn't... Of course, I thought about my mom every now and then, but I think about her every day. Yeah. So, it's kind of like just a thing... That pops up, but yeah, I was in Japan just kind of for vacation for with a couple of friends, just mm-hmm. out there being in a land of the rising sun where I've never been before. It's been a place I've been wanting to go. Why Japan? So, it's just a amazing culture, rich history, mm. place where that I've always wanted to go. Really, is it because when you were 15 years old, you bought a samurai sword. Do you remember that? Hold on, say that again. You bought a samurai sword? Samurai. Am I saying it wrong? No, it's just funny how you said it. How do you say it? I just say samurai. Sam, samurai? Samurai. I don't know. It just sounds weird. Maybe because I'm hearing it through the headphones. Probably. It just sounds funny to well, me. Well, you remember that. Remember when we were kids? <laughs> so me and George that. are also, not only did we have our parents die, <laughs> but we were also <laughs> childhood neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and so... No, I remember that. No, yeah. George was like... How old like, were you? 15? Like, yeah, probably 15 13, or 16. 14. I just thought they were cool. Well, George went through an anime phase. I never you, stopped going through the anime well, phase. Well, this one was pretty... This period was extreme. You straightened your hair chemically. I did. And you bought a giant large samurai sword? I did. No, it, it, there's a name for it. What's the type of blade? A katana. Oh, so you bought a katana. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You bought a katana. Yeah, yeah I remember that. And somehow that. your parents let you... <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, yeah. Wow. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I think I still have the sword somewhere. No way. I mean, yeah. It was. I mean, it's still cool to have and just display, but I don't know where it is at the moment. What kind of... How did your parents and my parents let us play with katanas at... How did our parents let us old? do anything? Yeah. All right. So, sorry to interrupt. So, yes. So, Japan. So, I at a young teenage... As a young teenager, you used you kind of like Japanese things. Uh-huh. You liked anime. You've, right. you've been a big fan of anime your whole life. Yeah, so I think I, didn't, I just didn't know. Because like, well, obviously one of my favorite cartoons is a Dragon Ball Z. And of course, I didn't know that was yeah, an anime. Same. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's just a cartoon that's only here in uh, in America. And then it gets dubbed somewhere else. Yeah. So, so I didn't know it, it originated from Japan. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought they were all just in... Yes, right? English originally. I was like, wait, what? It's Japanese? Yeah, until like, I think middle school or high school were like, oh, no, all this stuff is... Like, all this cool stuff is made in uh, somewhere else. Across the... Just right across the Atlantic Ocean. Hmm. Yeah, Atlant- no, Pacific. Which side are we on? <laughs> we're on the Pacific, yeah. We're on the Pacific. You've been... <laughs> Jesus, I'm tired. You've been it's been Japan a long day. Long. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, it's. I guess it's just. I've always been interested in it, probably because mm. it stems from that. Oh. And it's always cool to see the places like that you've seen drawn up on a TV screen in real life. Nice. 
it was yeah so it was great to be surrounded by a language i could not understand for the wow. life of me <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't really go through uh go do like the whole duolingo thing yeah where i tried to learn japanese i was like i'm just gonna go in there and not learn some of the little words did yeah. anyone you guys travel with know japanese you guys have a local uh, friend there that you met up with no anything like that just my friend i think she took japanese 101 oh, back wow. in college so she was like she the one who knew the most japanese probably yeah. the, uh, the english was, is still a pretty dominant language there right yeah there's some people mostly i mean they try to speak uh when they see you uh yeah. they try to speak like uh english and stuff they're all very respectful and nice and yeah, so they try to speak like English and yeah, but yeah, with accents and stuff. So, and then I try to speak Japanese. Like the only words I probably knew are like, Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa or like, Arigato. Arigato. Or, uh, Domo Arigato. Go, what is it? Or how do, I forgot how to say, excuse me, in Japanese. Compermiso. That's Spanish. That's Spanish. <laughs> Close enough. But yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, just like, I didn't understand like getting around was a lot of fun because the metro there is unbelievable and super yeah. cheap something I, I'm definitely missing a lot because mm -hmm. I didn't have to drive anywhere yeah <laughs> I think we ubered once just to try it out it's like any other uber cool <laughs> really it's kind of like I didn't even know they had uber over there wow yeah that's cool uber japan I remember if we even have uber Taxi. when I went to china maybe not who knows uh but yeah, we stayed in Tokyo the first half and Japan the second half. And I acclimated pretty quickly to the Wait, time Tokyo change. Tokyo and then... Yeah, Tokyo then Kyoto. Kyoto. Oh, you said Tokyo then Japan. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Tokyo then Kyoto. Tokyo then nice. Kyoto. And how long were you there? About two weeks? Yeah, like 11, 12 days. Nice. Somewhere around there. Nice. And uh, yeah, we did Tokyo the first half. Mm -hmm. So we got... I, I think the first day we... Like the first day we arrived there, it was like already the evening. Yeah. So it was like, and we were all just dead tired from, mm. from being in the plane cooped up. And like, I get headaches when I'm on airplanes. So I was like, I was just done for the day. Yeah. Uh, so, but we like kind of fought it to go to bed until like the nighttime. So I can mm -hmm. wake up early the next day and get our day started. Exploring and stuff. Mm -hmm. We went to, I think the first day we went to the Shibuya Crossing. What's that? Where oh, just I haven't, I haven't okay. looked in Japan yet. All right. It's uh, pretty it's much just this list, giant but... intersection. And it's like a place with a bunch of like shopping centers and like different shopping areas. And... Like the Beatles crossing in mm -hmm. London but mm -hmm. for Japan. It's like a famous mm -hmm. crossing. Yeah, it's a very famous big crosswalk. cross. Yeah, it's a very big crosswalk. Yes. And pretty much the all the lights turn like for pedestrians turn green at some point and everyone just crosses oh, like, like whichever way they have to go and it's just like a giant congestion of people Whoa. crossing trying to get to one direction so it was really cool to go through that yeah and then we found a little small little cafe that had like a oh, second my floor part of traveling cafes yeah. yeah cafe and we had lunch there nice and um and i got a matcha the, the very beginning of a lot of matcha meals so matcha is like a green tea powder. Yeah, pretty right? much. Yeah, it's a powder derived. Yeah, from and it was okay. it was everywhere in Japan. So yeah. that's literally what I like. I crave it now because it's so good. Really, and it has caffeine, right? Yeah, a bit. Nice. So it was, it was good. Mm. Like I fell in love with it over there. I'll yeah. get more into that later. But yeah, we got into the second store cafe, and then we just saw like when everything turned, just giant people just collide and each go in their own direction. It was yeah. really cool to see. Yeah. And uh, from there, we just kind of explored and uh, did a little bit of shopping. Mm -hmm. I bought some, like, I bought, like, some shirts or something. I bought a, a scarf. I didn't buy too much things there, at least. I forgot what else we did for that day. It mm. feels like everything just blended in together. It felt like, when, while I was in Japan, it felt like everything else, time stopped. Yeah. Like, the day just kind of carried on and we just do something else. Yeah, I imagine the time change was a big part of that, too. Yeah. How was the uh, the ramen? There, I did have ramen once. Yeah, it was good. It was delicious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah I, I'm not, I didn't have too much ramen. Like, I don't have too much ramen here, but... I love ramen. But yeah, the, no, the ramen there was great. Yeah, I also had some sushi there, but I'm not too much of a fan of sushi. So. From that one time we yeah. ate sugar fish. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, I remember. Yeah. Sushi, I'm like, sushi's sushi. I can't tell the difference oh, between high. I know, I know. How did you go to Japan? Japan's not just sushi. It's not, but it's... 
I know, I, but I get it. I get it. I know what you mean. Well, I'm glad you tried it, though. Yeah, of course. I had to have sushi over there. Yeah. Did have some sushi. Eel's probably still my favorite. Eel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, uh, Unagi. Unagi, yeah. That's what it's called, right? Salmon skin roll. Yeah. Unagi. Sorry, that was a weird sound. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there was a bunch of food we ate. I'm not sure what else we did the first day, but we got... I'll just go through the day and see what else was there was. Yeah, unless you have another question. I was just saying, just, oh. I'm like a... Yeah, that sounds good. Like a... Yeah, yeah I'll try it. I'm not sure. Like, like a play-by-play? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to buy like... But like a... Yeah. We went to a ramen factory. of each... Oh, that? You yeah, kind of to the, cu- the Cup of Noodles factory. That sounds epic. Uh, not the ramen factory. We have Cup of Noodles factory, and we got to make our make own... your own. Noodles, yeah. We got to draw in our cup of noodles and like design them however we want. We just put our names on them. And then we got in line to, uh, so they can awesome. put the actual like uh, dried noodles inside the cup. What flavor was yours? Oh my God. I'm trying so hard to remember and I don't remember, but it was so good. I remember my friend got, I think, curry. I forgot what the other that two got. Dope. I think I got chili. Did I get chili? I want me so Like tomato now. chili? I don't know. Something like that. Tomato chili? What the heck? Yeah, I don't, rem- I don't remember exactly what I got. I think I'm just making it up at this point. But yeah, they... And then they put the um, they put the noodles in the cup, and then yeah. they seal it. Or the, before that, you get to add like your toppings, like shrimp or like corn or whatever you want to add. I forgot what I added, but I know corn and shri- corn and shrimp are definitely on my list. Yeah. And then they seal it, and then they take give you this small little bag, inflatable bag, where you can put your your cup of noodles in like the center of and it. It kind of like floats, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of nice. sits in the center, and you just blow up the bag around it, and kind of sits there in the center. And it was just like, and you can wear it as a necklace. Pretty so you much. didn't frame it, bring it back home, and frame it on your wall. No, I I, I ate it because <laughs> I was hungry one night. I'm like, I don't feel like going out. <laughs> was it the I, best I think noodles you've ever had. It honestly was super good. I mean, you made it, so I goddamn right, it was good. I did take a picture of the uh, of what I drew on it and stuff. I just drew a bunch of like symbols from different things that I like. It is nice to kind of make your own thing. I went mm-hmm. to China once and we made our own tea and you pick what goes it goes in it and you like you literally you you like what's the word you like you bring it all together and you like press it with stones and stuff and dry it out. It's like super super cool and then I had that for years. Um but yeah, it's it's just nice. It's yeah, nice it's really like cool. memory to bring back a homemade kind of thing that you made yourself. <laughs> I mean, I, I I didn't bring it back, but I ate well, <laughs> I ate it. Well, but yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah, no, it was very good, very delicious. Yeah, speaking of tea, I wish there was something we were gonna do, but we didn't get a chance to do it because we for, I think we just completely spaced out on it. Um, we were supposed to do a tea ceremony over there. Oh, that yeah. would have been a lot of fun, but we completely. Guess we just yeah swapped. Yeah, forgot about it. Yeah. And so the, what were some more highlights? Went to the bamboo forest where there was a nice. guy, guy playing like some steel drums in there. And it was very sur- video, yeah. very serene moment. It was very cool. That's where was I think... Was it all bamboo trees? Or ba- Yeah, it was all bamboo. Wow. Just like this giant grove of bamboo just constantly growing or just growing off the sides. Like when you say serene, for some reason I imagine like a bamboo forest with a guy playing steel drums. And there you go. That's exactly There's that. A, yeah, that's where I got your, the postcard I sent you. Yeah, yeah, I got that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's, there was this guy in the forest who was just selling postcards there. No was, way. <laughs> yeah, he was in there. In How'd that, you mail it? You just, did, he wasn't mailing them. No, he wasn't mailing them. That's yeah, cool, I just, I just bought, I just got them from him. That's cool. Yeah, I sent, I, that's where I sent them from. Um, yeah, and then I think that was Kyoto. Mm. I also got to go to like the Torah giant gates. Yeah. The, like the giant, like the orange red pillars with an arc yeah, on it. Yeah, the photogenic ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there was just like this climb or this hike that was just riddled and just all the way up to the top, just these Torah gates. And it's yeah. like going over a cave of them. Damn. And I was I was telling them like we can we can get our own here. We just have to pay the four four grand <laughs> to get our own Torah gate. Oh yeah. And be like it'd be really cool. But we'll see. Maybe one day. When you go back. Yeah, when I go back, make my own. But yeah, that was a fun hike. Uh, you go up to the top. There's shrine. There's like a ton of shrine shrines along the way. What's the main religion? And is it Buddhism in Japan? I feel like it might be. Maybe. Yeah. I, or maybe like some subcategories of it, yeah. As well, I'm not. I'm not too sure what the, the temples were. There's a lot of temples there. Yeah, you there was a, saw? Yeah, there was a bunch of them. A wow. lot of shrines. That uh, you get to the top. All the shrines you can make it any wish on, but 
you go to the top you do like this small little ritual i think you ring the bell twice that's cool no you donate first like five uh number five is considered good fortune okay. in, in japan so you donate like a five or like a 50 uh yen mm. and you uh you ring the bell twice you clap your hands twice and uh-huh. then you uh you, on the second clap you keep your hands together like in a prayer yeah and then you you say your wish and then you bow twice and i think that's it and then you just kind of walk away kind of for like a wish thing but yeah i did that at the top with a friend of mine cool man yeah it was that was a lot of fun that, that tour of gates was really one of my highlights yeah what else was there we, we saw the giant gundam a scale of one yeah. to one which is freaking huge how old, tall was it I'm tr- talk I'm to me in american <laughs> American. In American? I have no idea. I have to look it up. Gotta fact check you. Yeah. But, but one at once. It was like a life size. A life size Gundam. Let me see. And life size Gundam. It even like transformed Japan. into like. So it has like two modes unicorn mode and like berserk mode. Berserk? Yeah. Yeah. Japanese, man. And uh, yeah, it was just like we sat there and like people that there was people gathering around. Yeah. And then, like, we thought it was only, like, just a real quick thing where it just, like, because it has, like, these two horn things on the top that just kind of collide into one to make it into the unicorn mode. Yeah, I was going to say, is it the, it's not the original Gundam, it's the unicorn Gundam. Yeah, it's a unicorn Gundam. Oh, I just thought that was an update in, like, 2007. Yeah, it's, uh, it stands at, like, 65 feet. It says 24 meters. Yeah, which, which is, is, like, 65. 65, yeah. Whoa, that's, damn. Yeah, it was freaking... Oh, wait, 78 feet, bro. 24 is meters it? is 78 feet. Okay. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, it was pretty big and it was great. So your inner anime kid was like, bruh. Yeah, was, I, mean, I was never really... Uh, I knew of Gundam, but I was never into really into it. But I remember it's a cartoon network. Very cool, cool to see. Yeah, and then they have a bunch of Pokemon centers over there. Like, a, like walking ones? Yeah, walking ones with a bunch of plushies for Pokemon. I ended up buying, uh, I think, four plushies. And then I bought the original three, which was Char- Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur. Yeah. And I bought a... That's cool. Yeah, I bought a Pikachu for my little sister, like a sleeping Pikachu. And yeah, I didn't want to buy too much because I really had to stop myself from just buying everything. Because <laughs> it, it was just riddled with Pokemon. Yeah. And I love Pokemon. And we went to about four of those, four Pokemon centers. Nice. So it's so hard not to buy everything. It's all super expensive anyways. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? Got to go on the bullet train. Oh yeah, how was that? It was quick. I fell asleep through uh, through some of it because it's just it's super smooth ride. Are they all bullet trains? Mm. All the or the metro? No, just a very long. Uh, like going from like from like county to county, pretty sort of much. Thing. Yeah, because I think uh, it took us like two hours and a half to get to from Kyoto, Kyoto to Kyoto to Tokyo and back and forth. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah, it was super fun. We got to see the. Uh, we got we saw Mount Fuji from the bullet train. Well, you didn't climb it. Can't no, not yet. I don't. Worthless. Th- I, okay. <laughs> just next just time. There's next time. I next really time. wanted to go to Mount Fuji. Yeah. But there's uh, that's what going back for is for. Yeah. And yeah, we stayed in the uh, Kyoto. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. In Kyoto, we got to stay in this uh, small little like house. I think yeah. I showed you some photos of it. Yeah, it's a very it's small, small like Airbnb, it, it right? Felt, yeah, it felt like actual like how i wanted to experience japan nice was it just a small very like small house uh the living room was just like a small table that you kneel at with a heated blanket and the upstairs was two bedrooms i slept on one of those japanese futons Mm. super comfortable by the way not uncomfortable at all was it like a traditional like japanese apartment like because i heard they're like really kind of like new york style very like small when it comes to the size and it's all mm-hmm. very compact. This was like a this was a like a two story house. So maybe this was out of the city. Was it in yeah. the city? It was. Uh, it was still in Kyoto, but it was mm. like more off the beaten path. Okay, maybe that's why. Yeah, because we had to walk like ten feet from the station, or ten feet, ten minutes from the station. <laughs> it's like damn. <laughs> ten min- uh, ten minutes from the station to even get to it. Wow. So yeah, it was kind of it was a walk. It was a very tiring walk. Well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this house is great. Uh, but the uh, the walk back and forth was just kind of very grueling, co- yeah. constantly doing it. So bullet train going from 
Tokyo to Kyoto. Mm-hmm. And then what are some other highlights in Kyoto? Kyoto. Uh, what else did we do in Kyoto? Oh, there's this. On the very last day, we got reservations to this place called Kichi Kichi. Mm. Apparently, this place was featured on uh, BuzzFeed. Yeah. And uh, they make, oh, freak, what's the rice called? It's like, like an egg, like a rice egg yeah, combo thing. Pretty right? much. It's like Omni rice or something like that. I'm, yeah. I think I'm. I remember you were mentioning it. Trying to remember what it's called. But it was like, yeah, this, this guy has been featured on a BuzzFeed. And apparently, there was like a, a very long line outside when we went. Yeah. Uh, we got lucky enough to get reservations. Nice. Like the day of. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because we showed up like right when they started taking reservations. Yeah. And then two hours later, wow. we were in. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, we didn't wait around those two hours because uh, we got our names on the list and said like, oh, come back at this time. Yeah. And then so we just went to the Pokemon Center. That's <laughs> like Kyoto. when I went to Peru and I did the reservations for the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the best restaurants in the world. We literally show like a week in advance. We're like. There's only like one spot open left out of all these limited spots. And we're like, oh my God, like we'll take it. We'll just readjust our, our schedule. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up getting a last minute reservation, which people do like six months in advance. Wow. So we got lucky. Very lucky. But it's worth it. It's, it's great Dude, when it works out like that. Kind of, like, yeah. Oh my God. It's super lucky. The meal was amazing. The guy who cooks it is like super enthusiastic and very passionate nice. about his food. He's like, all right, now it's your turn. You guys can bring out your cameras and start recording. So he's like super familiar with that, all of it. He knows the whole tourist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And MO. yeah, we got pictures with him afterwards. <laughs> yeah. and he was like super friendly. He had like, he recently dyed his hair purple, wow. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And he's just like, that was in terms of food, that was definitely my highlight because uh, I okay. think we had Kobe beef there that just melted in your mouth. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I could be wrong. I don't know. But it was some meat that just melted in your did mouth. Did you write any of this down? Did you like journal, like a travel journal sort of thing? I, I did got a travel journal. I wrote in it once. <laughs> and like the first night, I was like, I'll do this again. Yeah. I never did it Is that again. what you remember the little details? I haven't done it. I did a little bit improve, but more. I did a trip in Europe a few years ago where I write down the little details of like what I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, that's the, I. So, literally, I even bought a friggin' the travel like a leather journal for yeah. it, and I used it once. Because when I go to Japan, I'm gonna be like, George, what's the name of that thing? And you'd be like, ah. How the hell do I know? Yeah. I was so only there. Time. Yeah, next time, I actually start right. I take the time at the end of the day to write it down. There you go, bro. Yeah, so Japan was like very. It was a great experience being out there. I think, though, it was like I could do this even here. It was uh, one thing I did enjoy is like constantly just having uh, dinner with like three of my favorite people. Yeah. After yeah after after a long day. You went with yeah. No, you. I went your best friends Joseph. Yeah, yeah Joseph Melanda and Joseph's sister Allie. Nice. A good friend of mine as well. And yeah, it was all it was so much fun being being there with with them. Yeah. Hopefully we all get a chance to go back soon. There you go, man. Yeah. Yeah, I spent like a month traveling. Wow. <laughs> Just here, there. Because Japan was like the last of it. Yeah, then you were in I was San Antonio, in, I was Texas? In, I, was, I was in El Paso, Texas. Yes. I helped a friend move. He recently got back from deployment, and I helped him move in nice. with his wife into a new apartment over there. Yeah. So we drove over to El Paso, like 12 hours, something like oh, that. Oh, wow. So that's fine. I made that trip before. And yeah, they moved in. They're starting their life together. Nice. Over there. Now, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Now, we've heard some of your recap of Japan. I want to see. Did you, how was the process of grief <laughs> while Japan? I mean, it's, Did you, like, think about your mother's passing? Well, you said you think about her every day. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, I think I remember you. I was just like, it'd be fun if I could show her all this. Yep. Kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. Wow. Yeah. And just being like him. Yeah. Wish like, my mom was look, here to see this. Yeah. My dad. Was, look at all this cool stuff I got to see. I'll bring back some postcards yeah, or something. Pretty much. And just, it's pretty much just them or her not being able to see like where, where, I'm, where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. And like when I'll get back and stuff like that. Did she, did she used to like it when you traveled? Because you went to the Philippines once. Yeah. And uh, I remember that. Was they, she a fan? I think. Yeah, like, yeah, no, though they they allowed me to travel. They even gave me some extra like spending money for yeah, it. Like bring back some gifts. Yeah, yeah, I brought them back some stuff. Nice. I remember when I got home after the Philippines, I was like, I think 
uh, I had knocked on the door. Yeah. And so they can let me in. And they're like, oh, we thought it was the cops. Because I thought your plane went down or something like that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What? Wow. That's, wow. Yeah. No, yeah. It's always very quick. Dark. I know. Did they even do that? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, geez. That's kind of dark. Like, yeah. no, home. <laughs> I'm back. I'm alive. Did you forget about me? But uh, yeah, no, it's. I did like. Um, there were some shrines over there. Yeah. Like, uh, just like, and she uh, wasn't like familiar with their religion, but just a quick prayer. Yeah. And anything. Just spirituality. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, how, how was your mental health in December throughout the process of, I know we've talked a little bit on the topic of, you know, whenever we're through going through busy periods, like we did on that movie in September or October. Um, you know, it's hard to even think about your mental health or that you're just so busy. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, you're drained and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, that's what happened like, when I got back. Was this a good kind of busy? About, oh, actually, you, I remember you said you were kind of had the travel blues when yeah. you came back. I was like, the seasonal blues wow. and then like travel so, blues, it just kind of collided. So I want to hear more about that as well. Uh-huh. Like from So you went from going on this kind of high, mm-hmm. travel high. To coming back and then how was that? It was kind of a drastic change and you had the yeah, I was like, oh, for a while. I have nothing or nothing planned at the moment. Like I'm not going on a trip. Uh, I was like, when I got back, I'm like, oh, I had no work. But then I took a job hoping that it might like get my mind off of it. But really, yeah. like I was still super jet lagged. Wow. And then like, yeah, so it was like 4 a.m. call. We didn't wrap till 5 p.m. Wow. And then I had a two hour drive home. Mm. And I was so dead tired. About halfway through that job, I just blue screened. Which sucked. What? what does that mean? Uh, like windows. Oh. I like blue screens. Oh, you like I'll freeze. Just, yeah, I just froze. I was like, luckily it wasn't too much, too hard of a job. Nice. But uh, yeah. And then, yeah. And then I was sick for Christmas. And then yeah. just like, I was like, oh, I wish, I kind of wish my mom was here. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And then just, Yeah. And I think I didn't see you till after the holidays. Were yeah, because then that's where you were like, yeah, I did a job. I came back from Tokyo. It was great. Kind of had some blues mm-hmm. and did a job and it didn't help. And then holidays and and then I think you helped me help Krista, my girlfriend, move. Mm-hmm. And, and then it made you feel better because you were volunteering <laughs> your time for a great cause. Sure. What a, if and I bought you great food, and then we went to go see cats. <laughs> it was cats that that helped me get through it, actually. The magical, jellical cats. Oh, God, jellical. Let's explain that plot. Um, before we get into the jellicalness of cats, oh, God. Um, huh, okay, so just trying to think of a, the commentary on mental health of what. So December was good for mm-hmm. you and then it just got hard with the is it I the think, holidays you think i think it's i think i feel challenge? like it's always the holidays yeah because it was like miss hmm. your mom yeah i think yeah my dad like said like because i think he was having like a, f- a few beers outside it's like oh one, yeah. yeah and uh i think because I, I for i think this was new year's yeah when i went i went to my friend's house for a little bit uh just to hang out with them and then i came back home for the countdown yeah and then uh, my dad was having a few beers and uh, he's he's like telling me like, oh, like, I don't know why, but that beer just fell over. It's like, and he's like, oh, she's always with us. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. She never leaves us, really. Did she used to knock over his beers? No, I think she It's just like, I don't know. It's just kind of those things. Yeah. One of those things that you sometimes you feel you need yeah. or it just kind of happens. It could have been anything really, but. Jellical cats, bro. <laughs> Jellical cats work in a serious way. Um, but yeah. Well, the yeah holidays can be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, now that my mom's widowed, it's hard to not like kind of leave her alone. Mm-hmm. If, like if you know, there's that guilt that mm-hmm. I kind of feel. Um, but you know, I've been working through it, and then like like last Christmas, I was with her, and then with the for New Year's as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. And this year, you know, we spent Christmas together. I went to go visit my girlfriend's family in Northern California right before Christmas. And then I came back. And then just seeing how they have family time still with their, you know, her mom and dad are still alive. And, and they have a, she has a brother with a sister-in-law and a, a new baby 
with them. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's beautiful family and great mm-hmm. traditions. And I'm like, man, like I'll never have that. I'll again. never have that again. I'm like, <laughs> fudge. It's like, yeah. And it's kind of, I'm happy for it. It's so touching yeah, it's, to see that. A, but yeah, then it's kind of like I kind of get that a whenever slight, like, like ah, like mm-hmm. a big sigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that whenever like I see like it just this is just me. Yeah. But whenever like I see like oh a post like on twitter or reddit or something saying yeah. like oh my mom just completed her last uh, round of chemo i'm like i'm super happy for you but it, like deep down i'm just like, yeah, like I, I wish i had but I, <laughs> yeah kind of thing yeah wow yeah it's um yeah and it's a, it's a real feeling i mean and, but then the one way i try to reframe it which i learned in therapy which i'm going back to soon oh nice for other reasons um not bad, but just kind of still trying to reshape some unhealthy views about self-esteem and myself. And so no, no big event um, and like intimacy and relationships. Um, so it's good. I'm glad it's been on my to-do list nice. for a while. Um, Cause I think I finished it maybe in the summer. Yeah. I think I remember you yeah, saying we had an that. episode about that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was backing away from the microphone. Um, but the, the, um, yeah, it's important to be, God, where my train of thought just went god oh uh it's good to be honest with yourself and, mm-hmm. and to acknowledge those even just you know feelings of like man i wish i had that oh but what i was saying was reframing mm-hmm. one thing i learned in therapy was like you know one way to reframe it is like instead of stay let that kind of like bit of kind of like bitterness and jealousy and be like oh, i wish i had that one way to reframe it is like okay I hope I can provide that provide that for my kids, my future family one day. Mm-hmm. And and it's something I've even done just growing up. I guess my dad and mom showed me that where like I was a kid and and like like we couldn't afford the fanciest colleges and I mm-hmm. never got accepted to the fancier ones. And um, but then I ended up working with a lot of kids like at a fancy college like Chapman. Mm-hmm. And then I remember looking around being like seen a bunch of entitled people there not a lot yeah, I, think, I mean there, there's people who work hard yeah, well, but then, you, i think we got into that like at some point yeah i think we've covered that too but but one way to i like to reframe it is like instead of be like wow these you know some of these kids are just useless and they like i wish i'd I'm like i deserve this more one way of saying that is like well like that's their life it's not mine mm-hmm. like uh, I can provide that for my future family and and so, so instead of getting bitter about it i'm trying to like all right cool hopefully I can do that for my future kids. And so now that my dad's not here, mm-hmm. it's hard, but I know I, I just got to, you know, pass that on, pass mm-hmm. his legacy on to my kids. And so, yeah, like seeing my girlfriend's family and her family do tradition, do traditional stuff, like mm-hmm. do like family traditions. They have so many Christmas traditions. Right. And I helped them decorate more than I helped my mom decorate <laughs> at one point. And I was like, I crap, like, dude. Yeah, that's like, how it kind of happens sometimes. I was like, oh, like, why am I not doing this with my mom? And yeah. then as soon as I got home, I, I was like, mom, let's thing. put up some lights. Let's like do some stuff. Like, and let's bake. Let's start. And, and, and it kind of, so instead of letting it mow me down or mope me down, I was like, all right, I want to create these traditions with my mm-hmm. mom in this new season of my life um, and with my mom and my girlfriend and our family, how we have it now, my yeah. brother, sister, our partners, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't make it any less hard. It's still really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just got to keep moving forward, man. That growth, man, that growth. It's real. <laughs> like there was a job on, I just did a Super Bowl commercial for Verizon and it, it was, um, um, it was about first responders. And so they were talking a lot about heroes and first responders and EMTs saving people and firefighters and cops and all this stuff, saving people. Um, and so much, so many times throughout the shoot, like low key, I was like getting emotional, like tearing up behind my focus monitor and Oh, there's the church bells. Nice. Um, but yeah, I was getting emotional during takes of like these monitors. Cause I was started imagining my dad in the hospital and like all these scenes where I was like, crap, mm-hmm. like, Whoa. Like, and I started having these, yeah, just feelings of, or flashbacks rather of him, That's, yeah. his life, and I was like, dude, it's like, why am I getting super emotional? Um, and I just, you know, try to keep it keep it together. And luckily, no one noticed. But um, yeah, man, it still happens. It still hits it's, me here and there. Yeah, and like I think I had one of those just yesterday. I think wow. maybe it was just yesterday, maybe, uh, where it was just like, where I started thinking about like 
everything like we went through with my mom and stuff. And yeah. And then so I was like, did I do enough kind of thing? Yeah. Like those feelings of guilt kind of yeah. came back for, for like a spell or two. But like, yeah. I'm like, I'm familiar with how like that feels and like, cause my chest starts getting like, he- it feels like it's heavy. Yeah. Kind of thing. But like, I'm more aware of it yeah. when it happens. So, so I like, so I'm able to recognize that and just kind of let it, all right, just let it happen for a little bit. Mm. And then just take a deep breath and yeah. kind of deep breathing. Yeah. It works, dude. Mm-hmm. I was having a my so my girlfriend had a uh, she had a like an episode of uh, she's epileptic and she had a small like seizure episode, um, but she had like where her limbs are shaking. It was it was like medium. It was worse than it's been lately ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, like I left work early. Um, yeah, it was crazy. This time a few days ago. Um, and I went in to like, you know, make sure she was okay. Cause at one point she said her vision got blurry, which has never happened. So we got super scared. Mm-hmm. So her roommate came from work, who's around the corner from her, thankfully at her apartment. And she was like, she went in to check with her and then I took off work. I was like, guys, I got to go. And luckily they were, the work was super accommodating. We had an extra guy there anyway. So it worked out. Um, but at one point I had flashbacks of like being a caretaker for my dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, helping her get up and like doing all the stuff and i was like holy fuck i was and i told her i was like i can't do this right now i was like holy shit like this is giving me flashbacks of taking care of my dad um and it it kind of um it's in it and then well we you know she eventually she did stabilize by the time i got there but during that the whole day or a couple maybe like two or three days of her recovering mm-hmm. from that it was just hard and i we had to talk through together of i was like this is hard. I can't be a caretaker for someone again completely. Um, and you, we need to talk about this. And, and it started a very, very deep uh, conversation of like what it meant, you know, what her diagnosis looks like and how we can better maintain it and control it now mm-hmm. that I'm in her life. Um, and then how we can better prevent planning for the future or pl- how we can better plan for the future. Right. Cause I was like, I don't like, I was like, I lost someone already. Because like, we didn't, like, we could have, and I blame myself. I used to blame myself a lot more, and I don't anymore. I've learned to accept it for what it is, and then we tried our best, and we oh, made yeah. the decisions we made or mm-hmm. in, in my dad's best interest and taking him off life support after a certain amount. And and sometimes, you know, I still question myself and mm-hmm. my family or of what we, should we have kept him on life support longer and the hard questions that yeah. freaking haunt you at night. Yeah. And and then I, I'm like, hey, and I started talking to my girlfriend. I was like, I don't want to lose anyone again. So if we're going to do this, like, if we're going to work, like, you need to, like, make sure we that we're a team and that we do the best we can to control this 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 disease of yours, which it's already been pretty controlled, her, mm-hmm. her epilepsy. But just now after having this scary episode, I'm like, dude, we, we got to, like, get, like, up it, like, up it up. Or up the the notch even more of like maintaining, seeing what triggers it, preventing those triggers, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And so scary, and it's yeah. hard, man. Flashbacks, bro. Yeah, but, they're, um, they're there. Feel better yeah. after we talk through it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard, man. Just being a caretaker or feeling like like the the whole world's on your shoulders at one point. Yeah, because like anything can really like bring that back that was kind of yeah what brought it back for you is kind of extreme (laughs) (laughs) very a a pretty extreme version of it but yeah even just like going about your normal day sometimes like i think about that like did i do enough like yeah was i there enough did i did i it just wasn't enough (laughs) and then like even though like they passed you still like questioning yeah i i don't think i did enough like kind of thing yeah and uh and you just like you just i think you have to understand that it just comes like at it all like it has no there's no rhyme or reason to why it just like why it happens yeah but it just does like i can't i can't even explain it like why like i suddenly feel those emotions i feel like there's triggers sometimes and usually it's just like i guess just thinking about it Mm mm-hmm like sometimes I just let myself my mind wander and I start thinking about my dad. I'm like, and the what if comes in my head. And I'm like, yeah, the what ifs are always the worst. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I don't want to entertain that what if for too long, because then I'll just get in my head and get super like 
question everything that mm-hmm. we did. Um, yeah. And, and, and there's only so much, cause I think what I was telling my girlfriend was at one point I was like, I need you to put in your, the work. Like my dad was sick for so long and he was obese and that's what caused it. And then he didn't take it seriously until it was too late. And I was like, I need, if we're going to like be together, like stay together and work through this, I need you to know that you're going to be able to put in the work and I'm on your team. I'll do it with you, but I can't help you and drag you if you're not wanting to do it. And that's what my mom did with my dad's health for so long. He didn't want to put in the work and, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we get lucky and people genetics, you get lucky enough to have a scare and it scares you to where you want to change. And sometimes it's too late. In my dad's case, it was too late. Then by the time his liver had gotten bad enough for us to try to get a transplant, his lungs had gotten affected from the 10 years of steroids and it started messing with his lungs. And so, yeah, man, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you get, but the important thing is to talk about it yeah. with your loved ones. If you've got a thing going on, like if you, and, and, and to, and to, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with this. I was just ranting. No, that's fine. This is what this podcast <laughs> is for us. It's us catching up. Yeah. But it, just, yeah. Trying to figure out what this, like, what do we do after? Yeah, man. And and if you're listening, uh, call our hotline. <laughs> 1-800-George-and-Joseph. Silver Lines. Silver Lines. 1-800-Silver-Lines. Just kidding. Uh, we, won't, we don't have a hotline yet, but. Yeah. But we do We're hope gonna to have use this, pod li- this podcast as an avenue for ourselves and our friends and family and circles to open up mm-hmm. about mental health. Um Cause yeah, even even recently I had a friend reach out that they were having suicidal thoughts, and I was like, and they mm. reached out to their friends, including myself after that, and, and I was, and I was like, that's odd. like you're so brave, like you gotta mm-hmm. let people in, and I'm so proud of you for doing that, cause I went through the same hole when yeah. my dad passed away, and I went through this horrible season of my life where I lost my apartment and girlfriend at the time and all that. I was just in a big deep hole, and I was like, I don't want to live. And we talked about we we've talked about a lot of things, I guess. We yeah, talked about we've talked thoughts. a lot about on this podcast. Um, yeah, and so, so, so I was like, talk to. I'm yeah. so glad you're talking to me. Thank you. I told I told okay. um, the person I don't want to mention any names right. without permission. Um, and so, yeah, it was. Um, I was like, talking is the one of the most important steps. So I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. It may, yeah, it may seem easy, but sometimes it can be like the hardest thing to do. Just yeah, man. Come talk to reach out to someone. Yeah. And I and even also recently, no names, but I also had another friend recently who was going through a very tough time and and they reached out to me and I had no idea because we haven't talked in a couple months and mm-hmm. I've just seen each other in passing and, and they were like, hey, like you're a good friend of mine, so I want to be open going through this um, and I want to let you know. And I was like, oh my God. And the same reaction was like, like we all, I was like, thank you for telling me. And, and immediately I knew, I was like, okay, cool. I got to check in on you more mm-hmm. because that's what people did for me. But it took, but people don't know sometimes, you know, you got to be able to reach out and it's hard sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. It takes time for you to get out of that hole. But, but uh, yeah, I was super proud of those friends in it because I, I'm, that's where I was, you know, I, it took, I had to be like willing to, to be, to open up and it, yeah so mm-hmm. it's just crazy man everyone's going through some shit it, yeah that's my fucking yeah, point that's right that now. one you never know what kind of battle people are yeah. going through everyone's inside. going through some <laughs> everyone's shit. going through something and so be kind and be compassionate like, it just sometimes they just don't trust you enough to actually show yeah kind of thing or or i think in our th- heads i think it's that but also we think we don't want to inconvenience people that, that's, and that's, that's the definitely, even bigger lie yeah that's definitely me like i think when my uh, when my mom passed away i was like I should probably let, let like my friends know, but it was like the middle of the night. It's like, I don't want to be like the first thing they wake up to is like, Oh, my mom's dead. Text. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to wait till at least noon. <laughs> this is dark. <laughs> that, that is dark, but that's literally what but I thought. Well, yeah. Yeah. I feel I'm like I there's like, no good time. There's no good time. Hey, so my like, parent, my mom's dead. My dad passed away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I didn't know how to like, yeah. Last thing I wanted to, I didn't want to burden them by waking them up that way, at least. Yeah, yeah, because I remember one of the last interactions I had with you and your mom before 
you told me she passed away was I think you told you asked I think you told me you me and my mom that she came home from the hospital and so my mom was like hey like can we go over there and pray and so we did I don't know if you yeah, remember this I do remember that so we went over yeah. and prayed mm-hmm. um, and then I think it was a few weeks after that I think I heard she you I, I'm trying to remember it's been so long now no, I, I, so I, long. I remember that day you, clearly you came up you yeah you want me to tell it how did you tell me so I went uh, so like I think it was late at night uh, we had like a bunch of people over uh, they've already taken my mom's body away I think I took it early in the morning and then I, I kind of slowly started telling people that I knew yeah I texted them then I saw that you were like you were home yeah and so I was like all right I'm, I'm gonna go over and and, and tell them and yeah. so I just uh, before I like went out to go grab some dinner with some some other people yeah you walked and up walked to my over. house. You just yeah. walked over, yeah, right? Yeah, I think the, I this. Yeah, I just walked over, and you're like, you let me in. And he's like, oh, my dad's, uh, my dad's laying down on on the couch, similar to like this one. Fuck, that's right. That's yeah. after he got home from. Yeah, like the that was the therapy. Oh my god, that was the last time I saw your uh, your dad. Holy shit, <laughs> I remember the moment now because he was there. Whole oh. yeah, and it was always, Oof, and it's always emotions. the same way. He always always greeted me. He's like, "Hey, it's George," oh, kind of thing. You don't make me right. <laughs> and yeah, and then I told him I I kind of did the did the thing where like yeah. uh, I just didn't know I kind of looked down and be and said like uh well I just came over to tell you guys uh my mom passed away this morning yeah I remember that yeah and then your dad even though he was lying down he's like come over here and give me a hug oh <laughs> I love that man <laughs> that man is the reason I'm here today wow yeah yeah I know and then I went out and then like I yeah we talked for a little bit and you're done and then wow. I, w- I went back home. That was February. That was February 24th. 2018. 2018. Or March, April. No, April 1st. On April 1st. Away. I remember. We took him off the life support and he, his body just naturally shut down from the lack of medicines and all that stuff. The respirator. And then I think I was holding his hand. We were all we all held his hand and then we I think my brother was with him in his last moments, but I, uh, I stepped out because I said my bye. And then we, yeah, we all kind of stepped out. My brother stayed in with him, I think. I think at one point his heart stopped and it came back because he had such a strong heart, like physically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of crazy, kind of like, it's kind of like an April Fool's, <laughs> like, hey! <laughs> and then, Just one last, so one last time. Said, yeah. Uh, he's like, right, I'm out. Um, and then I think I forget, I'm trying to remember how I told you. I I, I do remember because uh, uh, I think I was in my room and then uh, I think someone came over and said like, oh, uh, your friend's here at the door. I did the same thing that you did. And you did the same <laughs> thing I did. And and then uh, I remember you didn't have to say anything. You didn't <laughs> yeah. have to say anything. I'm you like, my, I knew you, my from the look eyes. on your face, I knew. And I was like, oh. all right, just give me a second. Let me let me just go put on some shoes. Yeah, and then we stepped outside, and, and then you, you told me. Holy shit, man. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. You just know the look, man. You know. Hey, the, it's, a stup- it's a stupid look. That's incredible, man. That's it's- incredible. Yeah, because my dad went from physical like therapy to help him kind of get his breathing better with his lungs collapsing and then we brought him back home because we thought he was good enough and then he got worse and took him back to the hospital and then that's where they put him on the respirator yeah yeah it always gets better before it gets worse yeah. and so the last like thing it. he said to me before he went on the respirator and became unconscious was for because he was on a respirator for like two weeks two and a half was uh like make sure you're like like he told me that he's like take care of your mom I'm not gonna be around anymore. Is <laughs> is like I know you didn't take good care of her. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, Dad, you're gonna be fine. You'll be back. And he's like, I know you're gonna take good care of her. And then uh, 
So he said bye. I stepped out the next morning. He was on a respirator. I think that's why to this day, mm-hmm. I think that's why I, I think a lot of my priorities have shifted to to make sure she's like good. Mm-hmm. She's like safe and healthy and on her way to retirement and financially free. Um, Cause yeah, I remember that all the time that kind of promise or just the, the, like him telling me, he believed me that drives me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take care of her. Um, yeah. Crazy man. Wow. Holy shit. It's been since April 2018 for me, and then February 2018 for you. So mm-hmm. February, it's about to be two years. Wow! Yeah, and one more month for you. Yeah. Wow, I'm crying. By the way, readers, readers, <laughs> watch, <laughs> listeners, watchers. Wow, readers. This is good. This is neat. I haven't cried in a while. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thanks, George. Yeah, you're welcome. That's what Silver Lines is for. Only we've cried on a episode uh, yet, have we? Yeah. I think we've gotten close. <sighs> wow. Well, oh, my timer think, stopped. I don't even yeah. know how to. <laughs> I, yeah. Cause I think we got interrupted at some point, but I think we should. Yeah. How do you yeah. want to wrap this up? Let's, uh, let's, uh, thank you for the, thank you. Therapy. You, yeah. The vulnerability. We did, we did it, uh, for, we've done, uh, I'd like to say we've done one every month, but we've done one for every month. <laughs> <laughs> a little late but yeah. yeah a little late but that's all right this is just for us and whoever wants to listen yeah yeah and hopefully this inspires someone to if anything this thing is not just like as a blog for us for a little hobby self slash self journal mm-hmm. but it's, hopefully inspires someone to open up to yeah someone that and that they need to open up with too mm-hmm. so so thanks for coming over that day, George. I appreciate it, dude. Of course. You being open. Because then that's what made that, me feel yeah. confident and be able to be like, I know I can walk to George's door. Then he's going to understand what I'm going through. Because he did the same thing and he trusted me with his hurt. So thanks for trusting me, bro. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for thanks for doing this crazy podcast with look, me for the last 12 months. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Sorry. You're just looking down. Yeah, sorry, yeah. You're avoiding that's, eye contact. That's how I usually... Look it, at me. Yeah. I am the captain. <laughs> just Thanks for... I think what I'm trying to say, George, is I love you, bro. I love you too, man. Thanks for going along with this crazy podcast I do. It's been good, man. It's been a good ride. Hopefully, we'll... I think we'll be a little more consistent in 2020. Yeah, we'll definitely try to keep it up there. I have some plans and ideas for 2020, yeah. so... Yeah. Well, we'll get to that when we get to it. We shall. We shall. But right. on that note, I think we'll wrap up this episode. Very, very emotional episode. Of yeah, we started with Silver Lines. Japan and then backwards started. Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you for listening, dear readers. Uh, visual visual readers. Dear visual not, readers. No, uh, whatever. My joke went yeah. wrong. It's all right. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this is Joseph. George. We are signing off. Thanks for listening to Silver Lines episode 12. Bye bye. But up 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 up